Lizzie and I'm Anna and welcome to the podcast down to a fine art (laughs) (laughs) hello and welcome so we're gonna just talk you through a little bit of the um kind of what this podcast is what it's about why we decided to make it and then we'll get on to the the episode itself which we might that's we'll introduce the uh, the topic of the episode a little bit closer to the time but um yeah so <laughs> keep the suspense going yeah, you know exactly um so yeah this podcast uh, Izzy and I are both fine art students at Falmouth Uni um and so we're on the same course same year um and we were kind of you know we're pals we're friends <laughs> <laughs> and we were like um it'd be quite fun to kind of have a, a joint project work on something a bit collaborative and so yeah we kind of slowly but surely came to the idea of a podcast I'm not quite sure um exactly like where it started or why but um here we are making a thing and yeah i guess it's something that we're both quite new to um it doesn't we've never one of us have really yeah done this before bit of a learning curve basically (laughs) exactly yeah um so it's quite nice to come to something kind of on equal footing where we both completely don't know what we're doing yeah um (laughs) hopefully learn a bit from it you know learn what we're doing (laughs) Yeah, which is an important um, note for the whole podcast going forward is please don't don't expect too much from us. We're not professional podcasters. We, we're not like fine art tutors. We're going to hopefully it will be kind of educational. Um, we're going to talk about art a lot, um, yeah. but doesn't mean we know what we're doing. Even if we don't necessarily talk about art or art subjects, I think we kind of both came with the agreement that we'd like whatever we talk about to somehow link to our practice or maybe interesting like concepts or just something that I think can kind of help us develop our work in whatever way that is. So hopefully art based, but we might stray into topics that are just topics that interest us, I guess hopefully it will work yeah I think yeah we kind of came to we were discussing kind of like what kind of things we'd like to talk about and we were like oh we could have it like non-art related and then it was kind of like well basically oh like I think literally everything in the world an artist has looked at at some point you know in, in art history um so like everything can be related to art it's an art podcast but that does not limit our subject matter so yeah that's exactly. the, the vibe it's kind of anything and everything but we're going to tie it back to art and I mean, hopefully it means that if you're listening, hope you, hopefully you have fun. I mean, I can't promise you anything on that front, but maybe you learned <laughs> something. Try. Also can't promise you on that front either. <laughs> um, but I mean, hopefully it's just like a fun little thing to listen to. If you're an art student or, you know, creative person, um, hopefully it gives you some new ideas, maybe. Um, mm. Or you could just spend like the next however long just kind of laughing at us which honestly don't blame you either so <laughs> yeah please <laughs> join us in laughing at ourselves because I mean this is another another reason we kind of wanted to do this podcast is that we don't like obviously we think about art a lot and we kind of talk about art in the kind of like in uni circles if we have like quotes and things um in our timetables but outside of that like I personally don't feel like I talk that much about art and as a result I'm not like the best at articulating myself quite a lot of the time so hopefully you know over the podcast as this progresses I will get better at speaking because it turns out it's actually quite difficult (laughs) (laughs) amazing Um, and then sometimes as you kind of um talk your way through different ideas and you know things like that you you kind of say things that you didn't know that you knew yeah as you say them you kind of make a connection that you're like ah that's helpful and now I have a record of me saying this and hopefully I can you know remember that and use that going forwards honestly I think that's why like um 
if we have like group crits or like even just like in our studio group I think that's why it's so important because you get exposures to kind of different ideas and different ways of thinking that like applying that to your own work is so helpful like honestly I don't know what I'd do if I didn't have those opportunities so hopefully this is just going to create like another chance for particularly us to like talk through our ideas our concepts like whatever is taking our fancy at that particular point in time but I mean also I guess we would be quite interested in having guests come on the podcast so Mm. maybe if you're interested send one of us a message and to be fair I mean like I said obviously we're mostly art based but honestly it would be really interesting to get people's thoughts and opinions if you're not an artist as well so I mean Mm. I don't know I think I've got some of my mates listening to this and they do like law and science if you're interested just send me a message guys I'll get you on get you some fame you know (laughs) we do have some non-art um well, that's a really bad way of describing it. Some non-art topics planned. Yes. Um, but we were, you know, we were going to kind of talk about, um, you know, at school, how it's kind of like art is very much siphoned off as like this very separate subject from other 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 subjects such as um, like sciences and law and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we will we will be doing an episode on that. So if we can have a little, just have a lawyer present. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um Should we introduce, like, the topic of this episode? Yes. Would you like to do it? I'd love to. Um, So, (laughs) in this episode, we wanted to just kind of go through the basics. We wanted to talk a little bit about our individual practices, why we look at the things we do. um, But also, we wanted to focus mostly um, on our insecurities and things that we dislike about our work. Because, honestly, I mean, I know I'm speaking for Anna as well, like, I just don't think it's done enough. I think there's presented as, particularly like in the art world, it's presented as being like, you know, you either know exactly what you're doing and you never mess up or you are like absolute basic, nowhere no professional, don't know what you're doing. And it's just not true. Like there's, it doesn't matter where you are. I think everyone has insecurities about what they're doing. So we wanted to just have a chat about that. Um, but yeah, so that's what we've got planned. Mm, exciting times, hope. I hope everyone shares our excitement to find out our insecurities. We're going to get vulnerable. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Straight from the off. Yeah, maybe we should have saved this for a later point when we, like, weaned people into what we were doing. But no, yeah, we first should. episode, we're straight like, okay, we're going to get real, guys. <laughs> we did also say one day down the line, we're going to do a drunk episode. So we should have saved our insecurities for the drunk episode and just cried our eyes out for a whole... I mean, we can do that be. again. We can do that again. There's nothing we can stopping us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, well, um, Anna, do you want to talk about your practice a bit? Like, maybe what materials you use, why you use them, what you look at, the whole shebang. Yes, of course. I will try and give you a little brief overview, although I always struggle to kind of, like, I never know where to start. Like, there's a... That's that's already sounds really big-headed. There's just so much going on, I just don't know where to start. I just kind of, like, I kind of... Someone asked me the question, I forget everything I do. Um, but it's okay, because I've made some notes. And so, bullet point number one is just um, rocks, lol. Um, <laughs> because um, anyone who knows me after my practice... Uh, I've kind of like accidentally made a bit of a name for myself as kind of a, like a rock person. Um, you definitely which have. Is a bit, 
kind of um i get it i do a lot of rocks like i kind of i you know i draw a lot of rocks i make a lot of rocks um but also i really don't know much about uh rocks you know like i don't know i don't know geology um but that's fine because i want an art course <laughs> not a geology course we can kind of we can get to that maybe that'll come in as an insecurity later on um maybe it will <laughs> but yeah so i think i'd kind of i'd say Actually, before you start, did you want to share your art Instagram page so while you're talking about your work, people can actually look at examples yes, of your work? Yes, thank you very much. That is the promo that I didn't know I needed. Of um, course, of course. So, my art Instagram, <laughs> I always kind of slightly forget this, but I think it's just Anna Harris, sorry, Anna.Harris.Art, I think. Pretty sure. Beautiful. I should check that that is correct before I start giving it out so much. But um, yeah, that's my Instagram if you want to go have a look while I talk about this. Um, like as you just said, thank you very much. I have to remember to get yours in later. I was gonna say do you want to do it now, but no, I'll remember to ask you later, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, uh, I think I I'm trying to remember when I first it was definitely when I first kind of came to Falmouth. Um so just for context, Izzy and I are second year now, we're kind of exactly halfway through. Yeah. Um so we've been here a year and a half. Um and so it was when I first came to Falmouth, I was just kind of as you do, you've just moved down to a kind of lovely seaside area. So I was strolling about, um, trying to work out kind of what I was doing, what, where I was going to start with my kind of like my degree level art kind of thing. Um, and there was some just, I was just quite intrigued by the stones on the beach. Um, I can't really remember. I don't think I picked them up like, ah, yes, this will be the start of my entire degree <laughs> work. Uh, but I think I was just kind of gathering, um, walking about. Um, and... I, already I'm showing up my lack of rock knowledge but I like the rocks around here that have kind of like lots of like tiny tiny little layers you can see where like it's sort of built up over mm, time they're kind of like wavy aren't yeah. they like nice kind of like swirls Ooh, in them like a bit, yes. bit oh, fancy you're speaking my language yeah I just <laughs> really like them and have a I have like quite a good collection going although I'm not gonna lie most of them are um locked away in the studio right now I nearly said rocked away okay I need to clarify something because I know that you won't do this. Okay. When Anna says, I've got quite a good collection, <laughs> what she means is every time we go outside or we go to the beach, she brings a backpack, <laughs> fills it up with rocks and then goes home with it. <laughs> okay, well, I have been out here. That is what I do. And I like, and this was like pretty early on. Um, again, like, you know, start of first year, I was like exploring the local beaches and I'd walked like several kilometres kind of like down the... Uh, coast and then I was like just exploring on this beach and I found such a good rock it's like a full-on like I don't know how to describe it it's kind of like a corner like it's it's like a it, it's kind of bent so it's almost at a right angle anyway it's amazing don't know how much it weighs but it's it's hefty and I would like I was just sat on this <laughs> beach looking at this rock like for god's sake like I'm gonna have to take that back with me and I'm so far from oh <laughs> so I was just like sweating <laughs> back along the coast path like oh Anyway, so yeah, I've got lots of rocks. Also, shout out to Sophia, who, um, for my last birthday, got me a box for my rocks. Um, so Aww. that's the vibe we're going with. Anyway, to get to why I'm interested in rocks, um, I see them as a kind of, like, a representation of, or kind of like an access point to, like, the idea of, like, deep time. And so I guess that's why I quite like the rocks with lots of layers, because it's quite a visual representation of, of you can be, like, you know, each of these layers was formed over however many, you know, hundreds of thousands of years. So if you've got all these layers building up this whole rock, like, just imagine how much time is in this rock that you're holding in your hand. Like, it's just, mm. it's quite cool to be able to hold, kind of, mm, like, hold a sort of, 
concept of deep time in your hand in a way. Um, mm. But the more I go on, like with my practice, the more I'm kind of like, you can get into a very, very kind of basic materiality, like across every single, what's the word for just everything in our lives? Like every, like we, I, I get very existential and I'm like every element was made in the, you know, it's that old cliche of like every element was made in the center of a star, you know, at the start of the universe, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay, and I'm yeah. like, in some ways we can take it beyond just the rocks. Anyway, so I'm kind of spiraling out of like, I started with rocks. I went on rocks for a while and now I'm kind of like, now I'm questioning everything and I'm like, everything is as old as each other. What? <laughs> Life's a lie. Anyway, um, I'm already doing a really bad job of explaining this. So, yes, start with rocks, looking at kind of deep time, um, the sort of, I guess, the idea that you can kind of hold it in your hand and it's therefore in some way kind of like this item in comparison to you as a human. Like it's quite a, it's a personal connection to this very big, broad idea. Um, and so I think yeah. now going forwards, that's what I'm trying to focus on a bit more is this relation to like the human. Um, so I have been as well, like obviously my rock thing started with collecting rocks on the beach and now I'm kind of like branching out to collecting kind of like man-made materials, like washing up on the beach. So I quite like, you get kind of like bricks that wash up that have been like, um, worn by the sea. Um, and they're kind of, they're almost mm. like rock-like, but you know that they've started out, they've been kind of made by man or human. So I don't want to keep using man as a default because anyway. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to go forwards with that kind of comparison between the two. So I'm like interested in the materiality of these objects. And then I suppose, so that's kind of like the ideas behind um, what I'm looking at. And then that tends to kind of like manifest itself through, um, I do a lot of casting. Um, oh, my voice just broke. <clears throat> I do a lot of casting. <laughs> Um, <laughs> clearly reaching puberty. <laughs> nice little surprise yeah. in that. <laughs> Keep everyone on the toes. Yeah, so casting, like making some fake rocks, um, because it's kind of, I like the idea that you can hold two things in your hands that look identical to each other, and it's like, oh, well, what's the difference between these two? And then you start to think about the processes behind them and the age and everything associated with it. Um, and also just kind of drawing... Um, kind of things at the moment that I can do from my bedroom <laughs> because we don't currently have access yes. to much at uni. Um, so yeah, that was a very a bit rambling explanation of um, my practice. <laughs> oh, I very much enjoyed that. I thought it was great. <laughs> I didn't know that I did. That was very stressful. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh dear. Honestly, I love your fake rocks. Thank you. If people aren't looking at Anna's Instagram page, I'm now going to tell you you have to go look at it because you need to see the fake rocks. They're really cool. Thank you. But I do get what you mean. I think there's something so interesting about this idea that you can hold two things that are identical for the most part, but like they're different in the most important way. Mm. I just think that's such a like interesting thing to be able to incorporate like into an object, just one object. I think that's so oh, cool. Thank you. I mean, yeah, I think something that I am, sorry, we will get to this. And also I will ask you about your work in a second because I'm aware that I've already rambled on about myself for a lot. But um, <laughs> something that I think I need to, or like want to explore going forwards is that kind of, like I have all these ideas in my own head that I'm like, oh yeah, these, you know, these sculptures show this, but it's like, I haven't really had that much um experience of actually kind of exhibiting it and like seeing what people interacting with them think kind of thing which is something i'd yeah. quite like to do more of although again kind of difficult at the moment but yeah so it's mm. always, always nice to know it's for the future 
exactly. for the future. At least it's good that you've like got that kind of in the forefront of your mind, you mm. know, like it's something that you know you want to incorporate and you want to like start experimenting with and sort of seeing just the general idea how it how it happens out in the world with people. Mm. Um so I guess it's good like at least you're not not just like absolutely clueless of what you want to do next. Like at least you have an idea, you know where you want to go, yeah. just times are not it's cooperating just, just with you at the moment. Yeah. But hopefully soon. Um, but anyway, yeah, so that was my practice. Now, Izzy, would you like to tell us a bit about yours? And look at me go, I'm going to remember. Please tell us your art Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I just clicked my pen that shut. That was so in a subtle. Very satisfied Absolutely. Way. Sorry yeah. for that recording. Um, but yeah, please tell us your art Instagram um, so people can look at your work while you talk about it. Oh, God. Um, okay, right. What is my art Instagram? It's Izzy Fine Art. There we go. Um, Izzy is I double Z Y. Nice. Then it's fine art. Hopefully you can spell that. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so honestly, my practice is a bit of an odd one. Like, I'm definitely not feeling very established um, and definitely feel a bit all over the place. Um, but honestly, I still think that's important to talk about. Um, so first year was just honestly a nightmare. Um, I did not know what I was focusing on. I didn't know what I was making work about. I think in the first semester I was quite focused on death and um, adrenaline junkies as well. I just found the whole thing really interesting. Um, and then second semester I moved to look at natural forms quite a lot. So just kind of colours, textures, patterns found in natural kind of objects and that. Um, and don't get me wrong, I loved both of them. I actually had a really good time. Like I feel like I learned a lot. I really enjoyed it. But it just it wasn't sustainable. Like I knew that neither of them were really what I wanted to base my entire practice on. And then unfortunately last year, so a couple of months after the pandemic started at the end of May, I actually became quite ill. Um, I'm, doing a, I'm doing better now. Um, I'm still not fantastic. But <laughs> as Anna knows... Um, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've lived it vicariously. I can't claim to have been, you know, <laughs> not quite as bad for me, but you know... <laughs> yeah it's um it's been an interesting ride let's put mm. it that way um i mean i've i've been admitted to a and e um i've had surgery i've seen multiple specialists i've had so many blood tests God. done so many <laughs> they took so much of my oh. blood not on um yeah i kind of had the whole the whole lot really um but it meant that when i started uh second year so obviously we started that in september um I was really struggling balancing kind of my health, like my personal life and my health with my university work. And I think it was in the second week of that semester, that was when I found out that I needed surgery, like literally smack bang in the middle of that term. So it kind of got me thinking like, well, obviously all this medical stuff, I am really struggling with this. Like it's really hard to cope with. It's hard to wrap my head around. It's hard to stay positive. Um, Obviously, the tests were painful. They were invasive. It was honestly quite traumatic for me. Um, and I think it reached that point where, where I, when I found out that I needed surgery, that I was like, hang on, I have so much material kind of all around me. Like, this is something that I felt like I needed to work through for my own sanity. Um, so I was like, well, why don't I kind of base my art practice on health? So I did. And actually, I'm loving it. Um, and it's definitely kind of uh, moved. Obviously, now 
when we're recording this at least this is we're i think we're like what just at the end of our first week yeah. second semester um so we've now started the next semester and i definitely want to focus on the same thing um so that's quite fun thinking that you know maybe this is the beginning of quite like an established sort of theme within my work like you know I'm sure it will progress, I'm sure it will change, it might move on, but I feel like this is definitely, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, okay, no, that isn't going to (laughs) happen. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, like, I feel like this is important, because even if my practice moves on from this and looks at something different, I feel like this is still going to influence it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, set the tone. Yeah. Set the tone for my future work, Mm. which I'm really pleased I've kind of been able to do, actually. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting that you say it's kind of set the tone. And that, like, your first um, year work wasn't as kind of settled or maybe, like, you feel like it was unrelated. But loosely speaking, the theme of... (laughs) This might be bringing a bit of a downer to it, but, like, the theme of death is kind of, like, is in the same ballpark as looking at, like, health and mortality and, you know, human human condition and things like that. Yeah, and even, like, the natural forms, like, that's something that I'm so interested in and it's definitely all incorporated it's just finding that like almost like overarching theme like you know death really interests me adrenaline really interests me um that whole thing about like risk taking natural forms like animals these are all things that i know i love and i want in my practice I just, it didn't feel stable because I didn't have that, like, one overarching thing that was, like, you know, yeah. this is the topic. These are, like, the individual yeah. things within that topic. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so I've been really enjoying it, actually. It's been really fun. Good. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just uh, talking about my own mortality. It's been really fun. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think it is, it's good to have some things, like you were saying, kind of like an overarching topic. And then just because you've kind of covered, or, like, not even covered, but, you know, you've looked at, like, death and adrenaline junkies before doesn't mean and you know you've moved on now doesn't mean you can never go back to it or like you can kind of revisit it and look Mm. at it in a different way once your practice has developed a bit more so it's not like kind of like wasted topics or anything like that you know they're just on the back burner for a bit and they're there if you want them yeah I think that's how it feels like no I like it no I'm interested but not what I want to look at right now like maybe in the future when I'm a bit you know found my footing a little bit more I might start like pulling elements of that back in which I think it would be quite fun looking forward to it I feel like it it could fit quite well you know yeah i mean in terms of like the actual like materials i use um i for some reason i started painting on wood mm. um but not not I'm like a big fan of the wood painting um yeah it's quite it's difficult to explain it's not like a wood panel i've started painting on like logs um like sliced logs like actual raw slices oh, of wood they such good um, like with the bark on and everything such good slices <laughs> they are they really are and actually, that was one of the main things that um, kind of prompted this development of the podcast mm. was because I started painting on wood, I was saying to Anna that, you know, I see some similarities in the materiality of our works just because I liked that I was, you know, painting on something that you could literally hold in your hands and you could see the rings, you could see <sighs> that it was a living thing, like it had so much kind of life behind yeah. it. Um, and that, yeah, that was actually... That was pretty much the start of the podcast, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. It was. I did. I, I do. I do love a good tree ring. I just love anything in in oh. kind of like nature, I guess, where you can kind of literally see the history of something like within it. Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. So, like I said, do a lot of painting. I've now started painting on wood quite a lot. Um, I do enjoy that. I don't know if it's going to be my main practice, but I'm definitely going to continue it. And 
frustratingly, I really wanted to get back into printing because I used to do a lot of it at college. Um, obviously, you know, <laughs> things are a little bit difficult at the moment. Um, oh, you love to see But it. I think maybe, I guess my plan is I'll just continue doing what I want to do and then every time I think of an idea that I'd like to print or I'd like to experiment with printing I might just like make a note of it Mm. so then when facilities open I can just basically like move into the print studio and be like right guys back off I need a couple of days to just get through all my ideas (laughs) everyone move aside is this here (laughs) (laughs) literally (laughs) nice but yes that's kind of an outline of what I'm looking at at the moment lovely i love to see it i think your um i do love your paintings on wood especially like you had one Thank on you. um in my i haven't seen these in person actually i've just seen pictures and in my head it's a bigger slice of wood but i don't actually know if that's the case but the one where you kind of painted the bones on and they're quite like delicate yeah is that bigger or am i yeah, just that projecting is, that it is a, it is bigger nice. yeah yeah maybe like face size <laughs> maybe a bit bigger that's such, a that's such an way odd way to measure that. <laughs> a face size but yeah, I think what I like about that one is how you can kind of, like you've painted something on it, but you can still see the wood grain. Because this is something I struggle with so much, is that like once you've got a kind of uh, something you've found that you just love, I'm kind of like, well, this is nice on its own. I don't know like what to do with this. Like, I don't know how, like I can't bring anything to this. So I like how you've kind of like, you've really managed that balance well of like the paintings are just gorgeous. But then also you can still see like the wood grain, which is um, linking in with it. And it's just, oh. Oh. <laughs> it's so nice. <laughs> oh, that's really sweet. And honestly, I, I quite like that because I've definitely in the past, I used to struggle with um, like sort of feeling like my work was finished because I I used to, obviously I do a little painting. I do it on paper. And like it was just this plain white background with like a thing in the middle mm. and it would feel so unfinished, but I just cannot do backgrounds. They just don't interest me. Mm. And I feel like this has kind of, it feels a lot more harmonious, that balance between like the painted subject and the material acting as like a background. I feel like it's an equal, it, it, yeah, I don't know. There's something about it. It just feels a bit more balanced. So I'm liking that. Yeah. Yeah, it is really nice. And I'm so excited to actually be able to see your work again in person because like, honestly, <laughs> I haven't seen it for like almost a year now, which is just quite sad. I know. That is oh god okay yeah no let's let's not go down that rabbit hole let's move on yeah okay let's move on (laughs) should we let's have a chat about the insecurities and things we dislike about our practice yes so i'm gonna make you go first (laughs) go for it (laughs) go for it okay um so again i've got some notes um i've got quite a lot of notes i really went in on myself i won't go through them all right now because we don't want to waffle on for absolutely hours and hours of just... We don't want to make this a, th- a therapy session, although that would be great. Basically. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I think something... To be fair, this first one I have kind of been working on a bit. And I think we're getting there. Um, but it's that I, I do have a tendency to kind of like overthink um, and to kind of get caught up in... Like, not necessarily even the planning stage of um, an artwork, but just kind of because I don't tend to plan that much. Um, But just as in, like, I'll have an idea and I'll write it down, especially when you write something in your phone notes. Like, for me, that's just where ideas go to die. Like, my phone notes have so many good ideas in them, but just, like, just seeing them in my phone notes just kind of kills them, and I'm like, I just can't be asked to do that now. I don't know, that's... That's such a sad image. (laughs) I only got myself into, like, a bad habit of not doing the things in my phone notes, and it's just, like, a downward spiral. So maybe that's something I should address. Um... 
But yeah, so I have this, this annoying habit of kind of like having a cool idea and writing it down and then like not doing it. Um, so I kind of wanted to get better at like having an idea and then just doing it, you know? And then you've got like a physical thing that you can kind of um, reflect on. And like, even if it's rubbish, at least you've made something and you can kind of, you can, it's easier to make a thing and then be like, hmm, okay, that was rubbish, but I can see how to change that rather than it just being an idea it kind of crumbling in your phone notes kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I think I wanted to be a little bit more kind of spontaneous with my work um, and kind of like a lot of, this isn't something I wanted to get rid of, but a lot of my work is quite like meticulous. Like I'm sat there like painting with bloody fake rocks for hours on end, which is just so like, I'm like staring at such a small area and being so, so like careful about it that it's like, it, like I don't want to get rid of that, but I want to be able to balance that out with another side of a bit, being a bit more kind of um, expressive or yeah, yeah, just, yeah, just the whole kind of spontaneous expressive thing. Yeah. I think otherwise you kind of get almost like sucked in to something like so deeply that it's really hard to kind of lend almost like an outside perspective to it. At least I get that with some of my paintings, particularly when I was younger, I'd spend hours just doing the tiniest painting and I felt like I couldn't then step back from it and be like, okay, what do we have? What are we looking at? What am I thinking? What am I feeling? Because I just, I'd look at this painting and I'd be like all consumed by it. I'd be like this, I literally cannot see anything. (laughs) Like, Yeah, you're not in a very good position to like, you've almost put too much of yourself and too much of your time into it to be able to kind of critically reflect on it because you're like, I actually cannot bring myself to say that that's not good and I need to change it because I've spent so long on that. (laughs) Whereas if it's something you've made really quickly, then it's easier to be like, okay, I can see where I've gone wrong. I can see what I can do to change. Whereas like I make these like fake rocks and I'm like, okay, we're putting that away. We're never coming back to that (laughs) for a few weeks at least. Um, So yeah, that's that's one of them. Um, I think another kind of... um, Well, yeah, we've been using the terms like dislike and insecurity which we, they are, I, I don't know if they're slightly different things. Like, I feel like a dislike is a bit more kind of, maybe like permanent, like, this is something I dislike about my work, whereas insecurities almost like change on a day-to-day basis. Like, today I feel insecure about this. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I'm trying to work out if this is more of a dislike or an insecurity. I think that, I think maybe the first one was more of a dislike and this one actually is more of an insecurity. I'm, okay. I'm really making a very fine line here. Um, but yeah, so I think... Um, I often feel like I don't, I just don't know enough. <laughs> like, um, in terms of kind of critical theory slash kind of like philosoph- philosophical ideas, like behind other artists' work and then, you know, like applying that to my own work kind of thing. Like, I feel like I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of like dancing around some like big ideas, but I haven't like got to grips with the big ideas and I haven't read anything kind of like, I just don't read that much that's kind of very academic or that is really challenging for me. Like, and I don't mean that in the way of like, oh my God, I just, everything I read is so not challenging. I mean, like literally, I just, (laughs) I'm not reading things that are hurt my brain. I'm just reading things that are kind of, you know, like I'll read, I don't even know an example now. Yeah. Yeah. Just really kind of casual things. No, I get what you mean though. Like, I don't know if, not, I don't know if you have this with just like kind of what I'd call like just normal reading books but I find I have that same mentality when it comes to reading classics because I have a lot of classics I've got um I have like the complete collection of Sherlock Holmes I love it I've read about a third of it and every time I go to read more my mind is just like 
whoa, take it easy. Take a break. That's way too intense. Sit down. Whoa. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll just go and read like the book I got when I was 10 and like enjoy that. And like, there's definitely not anything wrong with that, but also it can be hard to like progress your ideas and concepts, particularly with your practice because it's very concept heavy. Yeah. It can be hard to progress that when you're not reading things that challenge you mentally. Yeah, this is the thing I feel like a bit of a fraud if my practice is quite like concept heavy and then I'm like, I don't actually know the concepts. Like I need to do <laughs> some learning, I think. Um, and it's kind of hard because um, obviously fine art is... Generally speaking, I imagine at most unis, although obviously Falmouth is the only one I've experienced, um, like a very open course. And there's not a huge amount of kind of like, there's some set work and, you know, like we're set essays and things, but there's no like kind of absolute mandatory reading, um, which, you know, obviously is really nice in some ways in that like, you know, you can pick what you want to do. You can find your own things to read. But in some senses, like when you're like, you know, when if you haven't kind of had to read those kind of texts before or anything like that, like it's so hard to know where to start. And then if you've, and it's also so hard to read and like you spend so much time and energy trying to understand what a text is saying. And then if it wasn't relevant, then you've kind of like wasted that time a bit. So I think it would be nice to have some kind of like, I need somebody to just set me a text, even if it's not that relevant, then at least I'm kind of, (laughs) if I'm being set it for uni, you know, like I'm being productive by reading it, even if, do you know what I mean? Like, it isn't necessarily then relevant to exactly. your work. At least you've like done the job, done what you're supposed yeah, to. Exactly. So I think somehow I need to kind of up my game on that front. I don't. I don't quite know where. I think maybe just doing a bit of googling, doing a bit of reading about, um, seeing what I can find, and then kind of like setting aside. I think maybe yeah, a good actionable way of doing it is to just literally set aside some time every day to kind of just vibe about a bit fall down some internet rabbit holes and like see what texts you like come across kind of thing um because I think I'm quite a to-do list person and if I don't know like if I don't know the name of a text to write on my to-do list to read then I'm like well I I won't do it then (laughs) like I I need it to be like very specific (laughs) whereas I think I need to step away from that basically what we're learning from all of these is I'm just a bit too kind of like um, I need to just become a bit more spontaneous in my life and stop being so like overly controlling of everything I do. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, I think I am aware that I'm again, rabbiting on. So maybe I'll try and pick like just one more, one more dislike slash insecurity to mention. Maybe. Okay. Go for it. Okay. So, I uh, well actually, um, hmm. There's kind of two. They're kind of two, like, half points. So we'll have to make it up one whole point. (laughs) So kind of like we... This one is a half point because we already touched on it a bit earlier, so I'm counting it as a half point. Um, Nice. (laughs) It's a stretch, but... um, So just kind of, like, exhibiting. um, And, like, I don't... Again, like I said earlier, like, I don't feel like I've had that much experience of kind of having my work out there for people to see and also for me to be able to, like, gauge reactions of. Because it's all very well me deciding that my work means something or that this is what my work is showing. But if I'm not, like, if I'm showing it to someone else and they're not getting that... I mean, to be fair, it's not to say it's an unsuccessful piece of work. It's still really interesting to me to know what people think. But also, at the moment, I just don't have that. I'm in a bit of a... Just in a bit of a vacuum. I'm just in my own head, kind of being like, mm, this is what my work means. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why, like, exhibitions for an artist is so important because it, like, mm. forces you to, like get out of your own headspace and actually listen to 
what other people are saying about your work. Not that like we don't always like just ignore everyone. <laughs> but I do think it's it's important to kind of take a step back and like present your work in a particular way and then just see what people pick up. Mm. And like there isn't really another way to do that yeah. other than an exhibition or a gallery. Yeah. Like it's so difficult at the moment to get around things like that. Or I guess to be fair, to some extent you can have online things and then people leaving comments. But honestly, mm. comment sections of anything are just terrifying. Um, but, <laughs> but anyways. So my other half a point was just how um, this isn't really a p- particular like dislike or insecurity. But just as I was writing this list, I kind of thought that it is interesting that we all have these like things that we don't like um and we're insecure about and i'm like i'm just it kind of gets me wondering of like is there anyone out there who doesn't have these insecurities or who like or who makes something and sits back and it's just like yes that is perfect because i'm kind of like i think to an extent i need these dislikes to kind of like drive me forwards and to look at something that i've made Mm. and be like oh that wasn't quite good enough let me make another one whereas if i sat back and was like that's amazing that's perfect i never need to make anything again then then I'd never make anything again. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know if it's a if it's a yeah, necessary like, thing. Keeps you sharp. Keeps you like motivated. Exactly. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. It's I a mean, weird one, isn't it? Please hit us up if you've ever made a perfect work of art. Yeah. I'd be fascinated to know how you've done that. Um, but anyway, yes. Yeah, so that is my dislikes and insecurities. Is he? Yeah. Over to you. What are yours? Oh, fun. I mean. I'm going to pick up on one just because it was actually the same as yours, Mm. um, which was the first one you spoke about. And this idea of like overthinking so much that you don't make or like Mm. overthinking before you make something. And I, um, I struggle with that so much. Like I know I have a real problem with perfectionism and I am, I am working on that, but it's really hard. (laughs) It's so hard. It is. (laughs) I mean... Yeah, I think like one of the things I really dislike is that I'll think of an idea or maybe just something that interests me. And instead of just being like, right, let me grab my sketchbook, let me do some sketches, let me throw some paint around, let me just try and see. I kind of think so much that I think myself out of it. Mm -hmm. I'll kind of like picture it so specifically in my head that if I can't, if I don't feel like I can reproduce that exact image, it isn't me. It isn't worth me doing it. So I just won't. And I know that as an artist, that is so detrimental, which is ridiculous because it is coming from my own head. It's myself that is doing this to me. It's myself that's making my life more difficult. We are our own worst enemies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was interesting that you mentioned that. And I immediately was like, oh, yeah, I get that too. <laughs> like, I get that too. <laughs> To be fair, maybe it would be quite interesting if we did like a couple of polls and kind of see what Ooh. see what other people think about these things. Because yeah. maybe everyone has this idea of overthinking so much they like mess up their own work making. Yeah. Or, yeah, I don't know. Maybe this is something we should do. Yeah. I think it would be quite cool. I do, yeah, I'm just still wanting to find that person who has made, who thinks they've made a perfect artwork or who has completely yeah. not any insecurities. I'd be fascinated to know how their mind works. I think it'd be quite interesting. Yeah. yeah Maybe we should, we should get to that at some mm. point. Yeah. Yeah. So I think probably for me, my biggest insecurity, mm, actually maybe it's a, maybe it's a dislike. Sorry. I feel like I I've made a really God. unnecessary, yeah. like, You've like got me on this now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to say that it's an insecurity, I think. Um, is that I don't 
because I guess it's difficult, like it relates back to how I was talking about my practice earlier. Because it's so new, and because I haven't, I'm not quite sure what my overarching theme is, I don't know if kind of illness and health is my overarching theme. It's difficult because I feel like my work is so unstable, and I think that really freaks me out. Do you know what I mean? I guess because we are, this is like a three-year course, and then we graduate, and we're technically supposed to be able to like go out and work, and... I, that terrifies me because I don't feel like I have a developed or stable practice. Um, so I say that's definitely one of my biggest insecurities. And like, hopefully with time, I'm sure that will kind of start to go to the back of my mind a bit. I don't know if it will ever truly disappear, but I'm hopeful that it will become less prominent mm. kind of as I get older. But for now, that is, that's probably the biggest one I have. Mm. Um, it's just, yeah, my work doesn't feel very stable. Yeah. I think it's interesting because, like, with kind of all of these, but particularly with, like, the stability thing, is I kind of feel like the life of a, you know, a stereotypical artist is just so unstable because it's not like a nine-to-five job Mm. where you, like, you know that you go into the office and you'll type away all day and then you'll come home and, you know, you'll be paid your salary. Like, it's kind of... It's so all over the place. Like, there's no one... I mean, I guess guess it's maybe not just the life of an artist, but anyone who's kind of, like, self-employed or freelance and who gets kind of, like... Yeah. Yeah, you're dependent on almost, like... Yeah, like opportunities, you know, being granted to you by the universe and you can work hard to be, you know, in a place where you have those opportunities and things like that. But it is just so kind of like unstable generally that then I guess when you feel in a particularly insecure or like unstable place in your own practice, like it's it can just be so overwhelming and you're like, oh, God, let's just like sack it all off (laughs) do you get me another job it's exactly that it's like that feeling of like if you are self-employed or particularly going into like things like the creative industries there it definitely comes with like a level of instability and pressure yeah um that kind of people who graduate um i'm sorry i'm just going to use my friend who studies law for example she studies law she has to pass certain exams she has to get certain grades and then she graduates and she is a lawyer like you don't have that for art mm. you're kind of very much like as soon as you decide you want to be an artist there you go you have it you're an artist you just need to start selling your work and that's terrifying yeah and I think you have that pressure and then doubly for me because I am so unsure about my own practice it kind of just magnifies that until I'm there like <sighs> oh my god <laughs> yeah we all need <laughs> a bit me. of stability in our lives <laughs> I feel like. oh, it's dear. interesting that we're both so kind of like um we both had the insecurity of like overthinking and being very like, I know I said that, oh, you know, I'm quite like, I want to be in control of everything. And it's like, well, why have I chosen to be here doing such a like um, unstable all over the place, potentially unstable all over the place kind of profession. But, um, but yeah, yeah, I think, and again, it's something that I wonder about if like artists that are, you know, from the outside, like very established and you're like, oh, they have a stable practice. You know, they've been working for like 20 years or whatever, selling their work. I feel like I can't work out if this is like a really like optimistic or pessimistic thing or, you know, like heartening or disheartening, you know, are they still feeling the same way of like, are they still feeling unstable? Because it's like, on the one hand, it's kind of nice to know that they, you know, somebody you might view as successful is still feeling unstable in their work. You're like, oh, cool. Like, it's not just me. But also on the other hand, it's like, oh no, I've got to put up this instability. Like, even if I'm successful, (laughs) I'll still feel like this. Or, you know, successful in like quotation marks. Oh, Yeah. So it's a tricky one. I think it's... I mean, hopefully the sweet spot is that you'll reach a point where you are comfortable, you're sort of, you're doing okay, 
And I think maybe you still have that insecurity to an extent. But also, I feel like there's a balance. Hopefully, that's where that's where we end up. Yeah, fingers crossed. I think that'll be comforting to know. Nice. I think with so many things in life, it's all about finding finding a balance and like yeah, like you said, finding that sweet spot sweet spot between the two. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think my last point, which is the only one I feel like was quite different to yours, Ooh. really, was that I really dislike how inconsistent my style is. Mm. And again, I think that stems from the fact that I'm very unsure about my actual practice. So it kind of makes sense. But I look at some people and their work is so stylized, like they know what they're doing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like you look at their work and you're like, that's a girl who knows what she's on about. Um, <laughs> well, maybe they don't, but... They look like they do. I think, yeah, they look like they do. Um, and I think I'd just like to be able to kind of curate work or, like, sort of produce within my own practice and look at it, sort of step back and look at it as a collection and be like, yeah, I can see what I'm doing with this. Like, I can see there's, like, a link in the colours I use or maybe, like, how I apply paint or there's, like, a commonality between all of them that I think would be nice to have because it makes you it makes you noticeable I feel like I like there are a couple of artists I follow on Instagram and as soon as it comes up on my feed I know who it is Mm. and I think that's a really nice thing I'd like to feel that way about my own work I'd like to produce work and be like yeah I feel like do you know I mean that's me like that's my style I kind of see myself in that it's all not necessarily like in a neat package because that isn't what art is but there's a commonality between enough of my works mm. that you can kind of say that it's recognisably the work of Izzy or the work of a particular person. And yeah, I feel like particularly coming to uni, like so many people have have really found like their niche within their way of working that it's definitely not like a jealousy thing. It's more of like a like a yearning. Like I I want that for myself. Like it's... I look at particularly like your work. Um, there's a couple of other people kind of within our year that I look at. and I'm like, oh yeah, like that's cool. I do you know what I mean? Like uh, their work pops up in front of me, and I'm like, oh, they've done a good piece there, <laughs> without even knowing that it's necessarily them. Right. I just I like that idea that you can create something that might be so varied within concept or idea, but is so yours. I think that's such a lovely sentiment <sighs> to have. So I think that's something that I'd like for my own work. Yeah. Hopefully I'll get there. You know. Yeah. I'm not. Try not to I mean, pressure myself. It's an interesting one because I'd like to also firstly just disclaimer, when you first said like, um, yeah, I don't really feel like I have a style, I made a noise that was like agreeing with you, like, mm, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd just like to clarify that we've spoken about this before and I was just like, it was a kind of, oh yes, I remember talking about this before noise yeah. rather than a, yes, I agree noise. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess because we've spoken about this before, like, um, I have... I have a couple of things to say. Um, one of which I did say to you before and that like, um, I, it, I don't know. It's just so interesting. Cause I do think you have like a style and I wrote down the question of like, while you're talking of like, you know, like how would you define a style? Like what is a style? And then you kind of answered it in, and I really liked your Instagram defini- definition of it, of like it pops up and you don't need to see the person's name to know that it's their work kind of thing. I think that's a really nice way of, defining it yeah to someone who was kind of like mm, mm, what does this mean um yeah <laughs> but but then I guess it's interesting because I think that when your work pops up I'm like that's Izzy's work and I wouldn't need to see your name so I don't know if a style <laughs> is something that is easier to see in someone else or like Possibly. I think it's easier to see 
I think maybe it might kind of be like it's easier to see when you're from a further removed perspective. So either, so it's easier to be removed from someone else's work because you've not made it. So you're seeing it fresh. And then equally within your own work, it's, I think you can see a style kind of when some time has passed since you've made the work, if that makes sense. So you're like looking back on your work and you were like, oh, I can see an emerging style. I don't think it's one of those things that as you make the work, you're not going to be like, ah, yes, I'm using this colour because it fits with my style, which yeah. <laughs> I mean. So yeah. I think there's something about the sense of being removed from it that you can see someone's style. And I, as, as somebody who's removed from your work and that I haven't made it, I, I think you do have a style, you know? Dude, that's really interesting because you're also not the only person that said that to me. Mm. Um, but I still just can't recognise it. So to be fair, maybe, you know, next time we catch up, Possibly not on this podcast. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it will be. Maybe it won't be. Maybe not, though. Um, we should... I'd re- actually really appreciate it if you'd be able to, like, maybe expand on Ooh. that. I'm aware that we are running out of time, yeah, so maybe now is not the time. Yeah. But, like I said, maybe next time we have a catch-up. That would be really interesting to kind of get, like, an outside perspective on... Rather than, like, an individual piece of work, like your practice as a whole yeah. because I don't think we've really had that we haven't done that a lot no oh that's such a good point we haven't done that at all we should do that we definitely we can should. add it to our we've got a good old list of, ep- of um podcast we episodes do. coming we up we really do <laughs> so you know get hyped <laughs> oh dear I mean I feel like that's quite a good note to end on yeah, to be fair definitely like a little little teaser of what's to come <laughs> maybe you know little promo hooking hooking people in yeah yeah I mean I we definitely spoke about some stuff i do find it funny that we went straight in for like the deep end on like so what do you dislike about your work like maybe we can be around the bush on that we can revisit this one day and see if it's changed since that would be interesting probably won't we'll just still be crying about the same things we'll see probably (laughs) (laughs) oh well yeah well i mean if you are listening to this and you've made it this far well done thank you very much that's honestly quite impressive (laughs) I was going to say, I know th- a couple of times throughout this episode, we've mentioned, you know, maybe we should do a poll on that. Or if you want to, you know, come on and say something about this. Um, we stand by all of that. Like, message me or Anna. Obviously, we gave out our Instagram ones. Mm-hmm. Find us on there. Check us a message. Yeah. I mean, I think that's it. Yeah. That's that's it from us. We're aiming to release these probably every, like, couple of weeks. But we will put them on our Instagram and things like that. So hopefully you'll see it. But yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you for listening. Hopefully, see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.